Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, for the first time in a while, there's no Loki and it's Thursday. And what do we do? <laughs> what do we do, Jeff? Oh, wait, there's trailers and, and trailers and stuff to talk about that's like casting rumors and... Daddy might be cast as Reed Richards. Daddy might be cast. All that and more of this... <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeffy. What's going on, bud? Je- Jeffy, okay. Jeffy. Jeffy. Smokey <laughs> Jeffrey, stroke the wall. Know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get him to the Greek. It's a great, great movie. movie. Jeffrey's just some bloke from down the road, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just got back from uh, my, my niece's uh, roller derby practice. And I, How'd that go? Uh, it, it's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, at one point, I looked up, and all of the kids were up, you know, skating around the rink. And I, then I, I'm looking for my niece, and I spot her lying on the floor. No, oh. she hadn't been hit. There was no injury. She was just taking a break, lying in the <laughs> dead center of the roller rink. Like not well, some, see not even the center. It's the, the best center place. would make sense because that's like the no man's land. She was like in yeah. the middle of where everyone was skating. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, she was an obstacle. She was an obstacle. Um, not that many people Ugh. were skating over there, but still, I was just like, get up! Like, no, you don't do that. You don't like if you got to <laughs> sit down and go off the rink. Like, what the hell? Um, this was pretty oh, funny. aren't kids just the yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. I I will say I think um, I can't decide which word to use. <laughs> yeah, I, they're just man, they're just uh, that was enough. <laughs> um, but uh, there, it was funny. Her roller derby coach came over and talked to me, and um, we were talking about stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, I gotta get home because I gotta record a podcast tonight," you know. And she's like, "Oh, you you do podcast? What on?" And I told her Marvel. And it's so funny when you just happen to find another one, like another Marvel person, you know. <laughs> yeah. A Marvel person out in the wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like a when I tell them like, oh yeah, I do a podcast about Marvel, uh, Marvel movies and TV. And they're like, oh okay, yeah, I've heard of those. You know, like we're like, yeah, I've seen a couple. I saw yeah. Iron Man or like whatever. There's just like a lot of people that have seen enough of it to know what you're yep. talking about. But uh, it's so funny when someone's like, oh, like they just <laughs> get so super excited. fan. Yeah, it's fun. That was fun. Good time. Yeah. Most of the time, what I encounter is like, oh man, there's so many of those. It's so hard to keep up. Yeah. I'm like, well, if you if you watch all of them right when they come out, you don't have to worry about it. Scrub. Yeah. I don't make friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not at least non-Marvel loving friends. That's for that's sure. That's true. That's true. And is there any other kind of friend you really want? No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> uh. Business contacts? No. No way. No <laughs> Only way. if they're Marvel fans. Well, I mean, you know, you can pretend to be friends for business reasons, I guess. Oh, God. That's I can fake. be cordial, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but we know you're being fake if they're not a Marvel fan. <laughs> um, so, uh, we, we got we got new trailers. Uh, well, first <laughs> off, big rumor going around. Big it rumor, seems to be, it's one of those rumors, you know, you see these rumors popping around and you're like, oh... The, yeah, whatever. They, they've been rumoring stuff for months or whatever. But then you hear a rumor, and it's being reported so widely, it just feels true. Like, like sure. oh, this is probably one of those that are true. And it just feels right. And I think this is one of those. Are you talking about Space Daddy? Being- Space Daddy. <laughs> being 
Oh, I can't even say the friggin' sentence. It's so funny. <laughs> Zombie daddy. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Or just no. pop media daddy. Yeah, the current pop pop culture's genre daddy, uh, Pedro Pascal, is being rumored as Reed Richards. And I gotta say, I freaking love it. I love it so much. You were saying before the cast that you hated it because he's not white. <laughs> I, uh, I very Jeff, specifically I, remember about? the racism. <laughs> Jeff calling me out on the podcast. I did say that as a joke <laughs> that I said there's no way I could make that joke on the podcast because people don't know me. Not everyone listening knows I'm joking. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a problem with that. I just went full MAGA on it. It was just yeah. <laughs> make Marvel great again. I have a bit of a problem with this Pedro Pascal thing. Isn't Reed Richards white? Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. I love it so much. I think he's a... Uh, like, I love. I just love everything Pedro Pascal's been doing. I really like him as an actor. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. And he can really play the serious, but he can also play the... Um, silly like that that movie he made with a uh, Nicolas Cage where he's playing like Nicolas Cage super oh, fan uh, the unbearable weight yes yes yeah. it's so good he's so silly in that movie it's so much fun but it also has a real heartfelt thing in his stuff that he just like can really connect with the other actors and with people in the audience i just i love this idea i think it's great i love uh you know, from like the the thing that he does in Mando so well is mm. is playing the straight man when everything else is blowing up around him, or you know, yeah, other people are trying to be silly and he's just like, I mean, it helps to have the helmet on, but he's just kind of deadpan most mm. of the time, and like he he sells that delivery so well, and I think that is going to go real good with Reed Richards. How much do you think he's under that suit? Uh, in the first season, he was under that suit. A lot. I think so, too. In later seasons, it was not him. <laughs> right. I feel like since he's gotten more popular of an actor, they're pro- it's probably mostly just his voice. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> uh, I, I know in the third season, he was busy doing, like, The Last of Us and other stuff. Mm. Um, so, he only did voice. And his, his uh, or the, the Mando's body was that of Latif Crowder. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm glad you know that because I did not. But I'm just assuming. There's no way he's under there. Like yeah. it's genius <laughs> to create a character. Yeah, I'll be a character that's mostly a voice. But yeah, for you the first never season. see his skin ever. Yeah. It's like completely clothed head to toe. Doesn't yeah, matter exactly. who you put under it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like Darth Vader. I, I can't say it enough. I think it's a great call. I think they should do it. Like I, even like I, like we I joked about him not being white, but like. Uh, well, I joked off cast, then you joked on cast. Uh, but, I didn't uh, joke. <laughs> I'm spitting straight facts. You said. <laughs> uh, I did. I did, in fact. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, like, but I think his look works really well for Reed. Like he has the yeah, he's got like the salt and pepper, salt and pepper thing going. That, like I see pictures of him with glasses that look really good. I don't know. Like he just looks like he could be a scientist in a lab, but also be stretchy crazy. Reed Richards. I I don't know, man. This looks seems yep. great. I think it's a great yeah. call. I don't know if it's true. Could just be a rumor, but I really hope it's true. I agree. It's I mean him with anybody else on screen is always like he does so well with everybody else I've seen him with. It would just be like oh, actually, thinking on it, 
Do you remember him in Game of Thrones when he was doing all the flippy, oh, spinny, yeah. he crazy? Was so the, good in Game of Thrones. The serpent versus the mountain, I think, is what it was. Oberon. When he was Oberon, uh, Oberon Martell. Um, that scene actually would like that makes me want him as Reed and then uh, half Thor Bjornsson as uh, the thing. Ooh, because <laughs> they like they already have great screen presence together as you know like uh, big guy versus small guy. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the mountain is the thing. He like I don't. I don't know enough about his uh, his acting except for the sort of like stone faced acting he did in that. Which I guess stone faced, sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> you're not not selling me. <laughs> did I did kind of walk into that one? But like, I think uh, I really like a good like warm. Yeah, Ben Grimm uh, has has yeah. to, has to be juxtaposed as like the. The rocky exterior that looks like he is a hard person, but he's a big softy inside. Exactly. Ooh, you know who that makes me think of? Michael uh, Chiklis. <laughs> good call. Good call. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He he, he can't do it because he's already done something. But it makes me think that like uh, like kind of reminds me of Dave Batista a little bit. Like I could totally see him being the yep. like hard exterior, warm uh, warm undertones. Yeah, um, like <laughs> some of the other movies he's been in or whatever. Uh, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's already got that with Drax. It's really just yeah. like, okay, do that again, but Rocky. Yeah, this time this time it's rocks instead of tattoos. Yeah. Um, but in a different universe. In the slide slide to the left, multiverse, Dave Batista could be Ben Grimm. Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I'm totally down. Um, anyway, so uh, other than that, but we got to keep talking. We got to keep moving because we got so much to talk about. Yeah. And we want to get to some of the Marvel's feedback, which is mostly what we're going to do today. But then they dropped all this stuff. Uh, the, the Pedro Pascal of it all is the rumor. But we also have a What If Season 2 trailer. Oh, man, I'm so excited about that show. Yeah, you are. <laughs> me too, man. That, me too. That implies that you're not. What's wrong, no. Matt? No. Yeah, <laughs> I've really changed this week. I care yeah. that all the characters are white, and I uh, and I don't <laughs> and they can't like can't be uh, animated, and I, and I don't like Marvel anymore. <laughs> Just really, really changing it up. Do, oh my god! Do you not like it because the Watcher is voiced by a non-white man? <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, so this <laughs> what if trailer? This what if trailer is so great. Yeah, it looks really fun. The animation looks awesome. And like, just we have talked over the years about how cool it would be to fill in the gaps of some of the older, like some of the older teams that might have teamed up, like a different Black Panther and Hank Pym. We've talked about all this, the Winter Soldier I never expected, but also Marvel. Like, oh my goodness. Like, all those teaming up and apparently taking on a Peter Quill that never got kidnapped, I guess. Yeah, it, I mean, it looks like it looks like the the main stuff in that particular trailer was Peter Quill uh, came into his power, like his his uh, yeah celestial or yeah celestial power uh, early without being kidnapped. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, huh? So since they're sprinkling in mutants now. In other verses, do you think 
it'll be like a what if Peter Quill was a mutant instead of a celestial? I don't know, man. I really don't. The whole the whole idea of how they're going to structure this, like we know now that they've they've already got mutants with Amon Valani, and now you've got um, Miss Marvel, and then you have uh, this this wonderful post credit sequence. Spoiler alert for Captain Marvel, uh, which we're going to be talking about a lot on this episode. So you know, beware. Um, spoiler <laughs> alert. But you've got the uh, the the post credit sequence with like old school Beast. So like. It just it, it feels like they're going pretty deep with the with the X Men right now, so yeah, they could. But it, it like kind of begs the question of like, what are they going to do with the series in general? Because last season they kind of like used it to set up the idea of the multiverse and the Guardians of the Multiverse and all of that. Yeah. Um, now that the multiverse is sort of cracking apart, and there's all these, it, it, they show it in in this trailer, like all the broken glass. He says it got a bit twisted. So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming we're going to see some more incursions, and uh, what does well, yeah, that mean? I, yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna we're gonna see incursions happening because of what was going on in Doctor Strange. We're gonna see a lot of Kangs because of what was happening in Loki and Ant Man, um, and we're gonna see a lot of crazy things. In I, I'm I'm really thinking that we're gonna see some wild out there stuff. Uh, mm. Because of like they they introduced the concept right with the first season and things weren't like that out there like maybe zombies was a little bit out there but mm. they they didn't introduce anything that was like crazy absolutely bonkers as far as uh, a change that could have happened in the verse. But I think that now that people have kind of been warmed up to, like, multiverse means something is different in other verses, like, let's go farther away from, you know, the standard, from the the sacred timeline, so to speak. But, like, Mm. let's go as as far as we can in a direction. And, like, you know, it it could be, I mean, I don't know of anything that's, like, a a super crazy story from, uh, from comics, but, like they have that option, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I, I'm looking forward to having that option. Plus, uh, when Iwachi was, uh, toward the end, when the, the what if logo came into frame and like, it spun around him, you saw Captain Carter was there mm-hmm. standing With right him, beside yeah. him. So like, we get to to revisit some of you know those old favorites from the first one. Yeah, it's weird. He's saying that I don't usually make sequels. But I, I, I'll make an exception or something, which is really weird for the watcher to say. Like it's a weird thing for the watcher to say. I have no idea what that means. Right? <laughs> he makes movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we've got some sort of super team, as we mentioned, uh, fighting some sort of army that looks that look almost like Sandman from like Spider Man. I don't know. They're like all these sa- like creatures that look exactly the same. But they don't look like Sandman. They just look like like a different person if they were Sandman or something. Sure. Because it all looks – all those look like the same person. I don't know if you've you framed it, but they're fighting all like an army of like sand-colored people with like um, – sorry, there I go again being racist again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they just – like their uh. clothes and everything are just look like they're colored as sand. And then yeah. it's uh, – but it's the same. Like they're constructed like the of person. sand. Yeah. 
Weird. And they're on sand, so I'm assuming that's what it is. Sure. They're probably, I mean, it could be a Sandman kind of thing. It could be, um, yeah, really, honestly, any number of uh, things like that where, you know, somebody has a some sort of power over either sand or telekinesis or, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 or reality, you know, like. Could be a real mummy situation. Yeah, yeah, God, Emotep could be yeah. the Emotep <laughs> could bad. be the big bad of season two. <laughs> <laughs> um, something I noticed in the in the the What If trailer uh, when the when the team featuring Hank Pym and King T'Chaka and Marvel, Wendy Lawson, Doctor Wendy Lawson, uh, when that team is is like landing and doing their super pose. Uh, about 24 seconds in, there's somebody in a blue costume. Yeah, I was wondering about similar, that, if you might have a... Similar to Hank Pym. Yeah, it looks like a Hank Pym suit, but it's not. It's blue and, and somebody else. They're shrinking Are rather they, than growing. Or, I thought so the first time I watched it. The second time, it looked like he was just regular sized. But yeah, I wonder if that's Bill Foster. It is Bill Foster. Oh, it is? Okay. Yep. Bill Foster in comics is like blue themed and Project Goliath that he's a part of. Like that is nice. Uh, like his suit is blue. That's awesome. Um then we have uh the our first in a long time reference to Shang-Chi. Oh uh, man. With the dragon. Yeah. The, the great protector. Which that is also the previous generation. With uh, with Shang-Chi's parents. Yep. So, like, does that mean the... they'll get in, involved in that same kind of older super team? I don't know. I mean, it looked like they, it looked like his mom and his dad, Shang-Chi's mom and dad, were fighting against Odin. It did. It did. You're right. Then there's also a shot of Thor... But it's only for three frames. I like had to pause it. There's a, you can see him standing there with a uh, the blue guy and one other character that I'm uh, T'Chaka or not, T'Chaka, I believe. Where was that? It's in. It's when they're fighting the sand guys. <laughs> um, yeah, around one minute, one ten, something like that. But it was like it's literally three frames. I had to like go frame by frame to see it was yeah. Thor. You can see the red cape in the shot before, but then you can see that it's Thor in the freeze frame. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I saw the you know the the Mjolnir throw. And yeah, at first I thought it was gonna be Odin because, uh, like we saw Odin in another shot. Oh, because but, Mjolnir and older team. Yeah. But, oh snap! But do, uh, so right before, yeah, that blue and white. Is that's Bill Foster and King T'Chaka and then Thor because he's been alive that long. But right before that, there's a frame of someone with glowing eyes and beautifully feathered hair, like their their face tilting up, like looking up. It looks like um it looks like Ego's human version. Ah, so maybe Ego came to get it himself. What if Ego came himself or something like, like, you know, came to sure. Earth himself to p- pick up Peter? Um, but it doesn't, 
I thought, yeah, I saw that shot. It it does kind of look like, you're right, it does look like Ego. Yeah, I thought that was a lady at first. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess the beautifully <laughs> feathered hair. But the, also the lips. It looks very uh, it looks very feminine. But then the very first shot looks a lot like Ego. So, yeah, maybe Ego comes and activates Peter, and then they have to fight. It's pretty cool. And then oh, I guess man. these sand people are somehow related. Like, if Ego is like living here, maybe he's starting to control this planet kind of like he did with, uh, yeah, with, with his planet. That, uh, that would be, yeah, that would be my guess because, you know, he was able to just make stuff. Yeah. And, and like well, actually, Peter like, now that I, I make some weird looking stuff, man. Yeah. Now that I say that those clones look a lot like ego, those like clones that are sand colored. Like they look a little like ego looked in the. Oh, they uh, do. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the original, so yeah, that must be what's going on there. It's like a thousand egos are fighting. That's cool. That's cool. We nailed it. God, we we're good it. at this. <laughs> 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 oh man! And then there's a shot that I, I, I really intrigues me. Of, I guess I think it's Yandu's arrow or just an arrow going through a, what looks like a hologram of Yandu's head and then being caught by Nebula. Yeah, yeah, I, I I saw that, and it's definitely that that whistle controlled arrow. Um, okay. But an interesting thing there, that nebula that catches that arrow has the Nova Core. I was gonna say I thought that looked like Nova Core. Okay. Her. Yeah. 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 Cool. So oh like, man. What if Nova or what if Nebula was part of Nova? Yeah. No, Novebula? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> um, and about- then there's, there's, of course, the great Marvio Kart uh, scene. <laughs> what? Uh, Marvelio? Mar- Mar- Marvel Kart? Marvelio? Marvelo Kart? Marvelo Kart, maybe. Marvelo Kart. That's yeah. probably the best one. <laughs> Should have worked this ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should you should workshop that. Yeah, well, but you can edit it, so it's like... Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm sure I'll find one that sounds perfect in there, of me just going, <laughs> how about that Marvel O'Cart scene? There it is. <laughs> cut all the, we'll cut all the rest of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that we get Jeff Goldblum voicing Jeff Goldblum. I mean... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Grandmaster the once grand again. Master. Yeah. The, Who is that handsome dog? Some sort of race. So, so far, so far yeah, it looks like a death like, race. Seems like we have a nebula as Nova. We have this old school team fighting Ego. We have an, uh, a battle between Shang-Chi's parents and Odin. Yep. There's also one that... Hulk with a beard. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even notice that one yet. That's great. There's also one that just shows um, Steve Rogers in his Wakanda armor fighting Thanos, who has what yep. lo- looks like all six Infinity Stones. Like It looks like he's got them all on the glove. Um, oh, well, it looks like it looks like Steve is punching one off. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if this is like, what if they won, or what if what if Steve Rogers took out Thor? I was just, Thor. I got distracted. Um, what if Steve Rogers took out Thanos? Oh yeah, yeah. He's punching the time stone off. Yep. is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't know if you heard heard us talking this week. Uh, or never mind. I know you didn't. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> ten years running on this podcast, still hadn't listened to a one. Um, <laughs> you know I don't do that. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the discourse around whether th- spoiler alert for Loki, everybody. If you haven't seen it yet, sure. and you're listening to this show, what are you doing with your lives? I'm just kidding. We're glad you're here. But skip the forward 30 seconds. But seriously, what are you doing with your life? I'm glad you're here. We can fix it now. <laughs> <laughs> with the way Loki ended, is it possible that the time stone is green because of Loki? Oh, wow. And in the comics, it's not green. In sure. the comics, it's orange. And they moved that one to the soul and made the green one the time stone. Uh, and then, like, I'm sure it's not that. Like, I know it's not. I know they never planned it that way, but it's kind of gorgeous, right? Like, he's right? this it- time creature that's holding together all the timelines. Like, you think about how um, they say it's needed for the correct flow of time. Like, and he's in there stitching the loom together using his green power, and the time stone in every universe is doing that to, like, make the time work correctly in that universe. Like, I love it. I love this theory. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh my my theory is that uh Feige planned it that way the like all from the beginning all along. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is the the, the <laughs> This is the grand tapestry that's been woven for us. Well, I mean, if you think about it, uh that was just Doctor Strange. Was that like 4 or 5 years ago? Nah, probably 6 years ago, I don't know. Doctor Strange was when we first saw the Time Stone. It wasn't that long ago in the in the course like of like 7 those years movies. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the what is Beardo Thor doing? It looks uh, almost like uh Beardo Hulk. I keep saying Thor when I see Hulk. I don't know why. It's the beard. It's what if Thor what if Hulk had Thor's beard? That's what that uh that episode's called. <laughs> <gasps> no! Oh my god, sorry. What is uh, that structure behind him? It looks That's Asgard! I thought so. That's what I was trying to say. It looked like Asgard. At least an Asgardian structure behind him. It looks like an explosion. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's what if Thor got Hulk's power. Or, like, what if Thor became Hulk? Oh. Oh, yeah. I was joking about it being his beard, but I think you're right. I think that that actually is. It looks like he hurled Mjolnir and then turned around and was just raging. Yeah, no, you're right. That doesn't look like puny banner. That looks like uh, Thor, Thor Hulk, Thulk, or whore, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might. <laughs> like, that structure behind him looks like it's being blown up. Yeah, totally. Like, he's thrown Mjolnir into it. Yeah. Oh, man. Looks wild. I'm it's, so happy that we're gonna get one of these per day. Right. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. The big the big headline from this whole trailer is they're dropping December twenty second, which is real soon. Real soon, everybody. Real soon. And <laughs> red alert, it is next month. And they're dropping one a day. It says unwrap one episode every day, like for the Christmas season. Like that's super fun, man. The Marvel Advent calendar that we all want. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> And so, yeah, I can't wait. And you mentioned earlier that they might have a lot of Kangs in this. I hadn't really thought about that. But, like, if anything else is going to – like, if they're done with Jonathan Majors and, like, they're not going to do more with him, we've talked a lot about that. Yeah, um, there's rumor that they're dropping the Kang storyline. Right, exactly. But 
if anything's still going to have him in it, it would be this because animation takes so long to make that it's very possible that they were like still planning to do Kang Dynasty when this was made, you know? Yeah. So maybe we will get some more Kang stuff. Um, what do you think of this? Like, it's Ant Man, but sword fighting in like old oh, yeah. Times? I was just looking at that. <laughs> oh, and, and it looks like Steve Rogers. It looks like yes. It yeah. looks like it, what it if it looks like sixteen oh two. Like it looks like uh, okay. So there's a there's a comic uh, like like a, an extra or a, a, another verse or whatever. It was written by Neil Gaiman. Um, it was hmm. the sixteen oh two verse. Basically, it's Marvel characters in the year sixteen oh two. Um, okay, and I I freaking love that that idea because you know one of the one of the main things is that Donald Blake is like a super pious monk uh, or a, a priest, like he and he's having to to kind of reconcile that he has the spirit of Thor, who is a heathen god, a pagan god, inside him while he's trying to be a Christian, like a good, pious Christian. Hmm. And I love that he has to battle with that. And, like, they have, uh, like, oh, God, there was, the, the group is the four, are, the four who are fantastique. <laughs> um, Captain, or no, not Captain Rogers. Uh, Steve Rogers is, um, he's a Native American, uh, like an indigenous person that's, that's just a, uh, like a champion of the, of the Native American people. Interesting. Because he's Captain America, and it's sure. 1602. Right, sure. But is he still Steve Rogers? <laughs> uh, it's spelled differently. You know what? He's white, so I like it. I don't think he is. I'm just think <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to hate it. <laughs> you're going to hate it. I think you're going to hate it because you're so racist. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... We have a shot of what looks like a roided out tech adapted rocket raccoon jumping on a dark with a, elf with a glowing red eye. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I think I know what that is. So that uh, I have a feeling he's jumping that's the from same episode as the Nova episode. I don't know he's why he's jumping from. Not a dark elf onto the dark elf. Yeah. And it looks like there's scrolls around. Hmm. It's either scrolls or other dark elves. Yep, there are um, some it looks like some scrolls back there, you're right. But I think that is uh that's either a high evolutionary kind of story. Oh, interesting. Where, you know, things have been more and more and more improved, and that's why Rocket has so much extra stuff on him. Yeah, like, what if, oh man, what if Rocket never escaped the High Evolutionary and became, like, one of those creatures that yeah. he, like, had working for him? It's either that, or um, uh, my thought is the Collector, and there's, like, a, they're they're staging a breakout. Mm, yeah, interesting. Like, what if Rocket got collected, or whatever? <laughs> Then we got a, a an appearance from Superior Strange, yeah, which is cool, real cool. And I have no. Do you have any idea what this Native American 
being sucked into like a water portal thing <laughs> is not offhand, no. But it no could idea. be that sixteen oh two that sixteen oh two story. Yeah, I was just thinking if 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 that they go with that, there's a shot of that Native American lady standing with uh Captain Carter. And there's some so, other boot in the foreground. I wonder. Is that Yeah, this is gonna be silly fun, man. Is that gonna be Mirage? No, that wouldn't be Mirage. I have no idea. And then there's someone with a glowing green sword. Like watching a bunch of like what looks like people fall through portals. Like they're maybe they're catching those people. Yeah, it looks like she's portals. creating those portals. Yeah. Like they're catching people as they're Is falling. That blink? Is she making No idea, man. There's no way. And we definitely have a uh Killmonger uh as the Black Panther. Pretty cool. Do you think that he escaped from his uh, his little multiverse prison that Stranger's watching over? I bet so. Like this is a sequel, so I bet we'll get some revisits from the previous universes. Um, man. Oh, and then this, this, this is what <sighs> we got a Thanos, a shot of Thanos grabbing Peggy Carter's shield and lowering it. Like, so, yeah, it just seems like there's maybe, yeah, there's maybe like a multiverse team on both sides this time. Like, there's the Guardians of the Multiverse, but it seems like maybe there's also going to be like a team of villains that are going to team up or whatever. Could be. It looks like he has, it looks like he has gems in that gauntlet, though. Yeah. But they're not glowing. Maybe he's not the one. Right, I, yeah, yeah. I noticed it didn't seem like they were glowing. I didn't know what that means, though. Could be that they're not from that. Well, oh yeah, we don't. We still either we don't, they're they don't not from that universe, yet. and he's just showing up, or uh, he's not activating them, and they don't glow when they're not active. Mm, yeah, that's true. They don't really glow because you can always tell which one he's using by which one's glowing. And then we get a great little Christmas thing with a. Uh, Little diehard joke. <laughs> oh wait, with happy. <laughs> so there's there seems to be a character uh, that is being sucked into a green portal. Yeah, and it looks like a person bearing a Union Jack is holding them. Mm-hmm. But I can't. And actually, see that are. looks like that looks like Loki's scepter sticking does, out of the yeah. portal. I could totally see that. But that. That looks like a, a person with very nice, uh, like a man with very nice wavy hair and a mustache. That looks like the 1602 people. Right. Okay. So I'm wondering if that's where they put Union Jack. Because they've got a, a, the Union Jack on their chest. I wonder if that's Union Jack. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, I can see that. I thought or that like was Captain a Carter. Captain Britain kind of thing. I thought that was Captain Carter, but you're right. The boots don't look like Captain Carter. They look like kind of swashbuckly. Yeah, and there's uh, armored shoulders and whatnot. Yeah, man. I have no clue. <laughs> but I love it. I did not expect us to go as deep. I was just going to kind of talk generally, but man, we kind of we went uh, frame for frame. Yeah. Not on purpose <laughs> here. 
Um, but yeah, sort of so, accidentally did frame by frame. Yeah, I just God, so good. And there's like Tony as Santa, and then there's a there's some sort of Avengers team that is in like at, at two fifteen. That's like one of the last shots of the trailer. You've got Hawkeye yep. in the foreground. A, a version of Iron Man, and then you've got two characters that I'm not sure. It looks like some sort of Captain America, but it doesn't really look like Steve Rogers. Like well, the, it looks like outfits. Steve Rogers in an elf costume. Oh, that's what it is. You're totally right. You're totally right. And, and then, then Black Widow must be in like a uh, Mrs. Claus outfit or something. Or a ballerina. Oh, yeah. She looks like a ballerina. She honestly looks like Wonder Woman. <laughs> she kind of does. Uh, yeah. That's the, that must be their holiday outfits. I get you. Cool. Oh, that's so much fun. That is so much fun. And and I hope that one comes out on Christmas Day, dude. We're gonna cover that every day. We're gonna have a weird couple weeks, man. Because when does, <laughs> when does uh, Echo drop again? Is it January? January tenth. Golly. Think. So <laughs> Marvel. Oh, Marvel. <laughs> The big narrative around Marvel is they've been releasing things too fast and they need to slow down, you know, like Kevin Feige's been talking about slowing things down or whatever. And we're like, oh, that's a bummer. We don't want things to slow down. And then they come to December and they're going to put an episode every day. And then as soon as that's <laughs> over, they're going to drop like th- whatever, six or ten at a time. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, the rumor is that it's five episodes for Echo. Oh. Okay, okay. But still, you're going to get like almost as many episodes of Marvel in a, in a, th- that sort of a time as you've ever gotten. Like, <laughs> it's going to be like a, an episode every day for like three weeks or four weeks. Man, you know what sucks is that I'm going to be away from my computer when that comes out. Mm. I'm going to be out of town. Well, yeah. it may not suck. I'm going to be in Birmingham. Oh, really? During Echo? No, during uh, during What, what if? if. Dude. 21st through the 26th is when I'm in We're Birmingham. We're definitely doing some of those in person. Yes. Yeah. That sound, that's awesome. That's going to be fun. Coming <laughs> home for Christmas? Yes, sir. Sweet, man. I definitely want to see you. I know you passed through uh, one time earlier this year and I didn't get to catch you. Yeah. Yeah. What's there up? was also COVID happening right then. Oh no! This was a good bit after you had. Oh, you had COVID. Yep. Ah, I see. Well, not me. The girlfriend had COVID. Gotcha. Gotcha. She tested positive that day. Well, <sighs> this trailer looks great. No notes. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect as is. Yep, yep. Wouldn't change it for the world. All right. Before we move on, let's hit a quick break, and we'll be right back, guys. Right after this. What do you think about this Madam Web trailer? You know, a li- oh it's a God. little uh, Marvel MCU adjacent, obviously, because it's a Sony movie, but they, they're in the same multiverse these days, so no. we got to talk about it. Do they have to be? They are, man. They just Matt, are. Matt, it looks <laughs> like Riverdale. Mm, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I agree. I think there's like definitely a CW quality to this show. Qu- quality? Quality is what I was trying to say. Man, sometimes words just don't happen for me. CW um, quality to your words. Yeah, I do. There's definitely like a CW quality to this show. Like, and that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I one would say not ideal. I think some of the stuff looks great. Like some of the action looks really cool, and some of the like the costumes and the um, settings and the camera work, the cinematography, like a lot of it does look really good. But then there are these scenes. It's it's a thing where they do it where it's just like let's light this so we make all the actors look as pretty as possible instead of like, let's light this in some cool moody way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that CW look. I think that's like quintessential, quintessential, my words, quintessential (laughs) like CW-esque is that like, and I used to say that about sometimes about like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is shot that way and stuff. Like not all the time, but sometimes you get these shots are like, oh, that's just so, it's network TV because they got to go fast. They got to film fast. So they like, uh, just light everything with soft boxes and make everybody look pretty. And then they just go instead of like lighting things interestingly. And it really does make the quality look worse. And it does feel like they're trying to make these four actresses look as pretty as possible instead of like making them look like interesting characters. Um, and that's a bummer. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I really, really dislike about this, and it's the, it's the classic Sony thing of like, we're going to put out a trailer. It's going to reveal a little bit, but then we're going to put out all kinds of other promo materials that just divulge everything about this, the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I already have a pretty firm understanding of who everybody in that is. And then right. also uh, what the main twist is going to be. Hmm. Like, I, th- I I think I mostly do too, but I will say, like, I don't know where the story is going. And I think that's something that, like, I just, it is a strength of this, is I don't know Madam Webb's story very well. I don't know any of these stories very well, any of these character stories, any of the Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, um, whoever this character is that's chasing them. I forget the name. Ezekiel Sims. Yeah. It looks like they're all spider people from different universes. So we're getting this like weird offshoot spider people kind of introducing the idea of spider people, sort of like Spider-Verse does. You've yep. seen the second Spider-Verse, right? Yep. Good. Just just check. I'm mostly just it's checking. So great. That's more of like a um like I'm checking on you as a human being and seeing how you're doing. No, I understand. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have. Any I was not doing good it. for a little bit, <laughs> but then, then Spider Verse came and changed everything. <laughs> well, that's. No, uh, I I didn't see Spider Verse, or the, I didn't see the second one right when it came out. I, I waited until it was available digitally. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, I wanted to see it that's in theaters. A tough few months, but I. I just couldn't get around to it. Yeah. But it looks like what they're doing is making a, a Spider-Vengers, or they're they're leading up to, like, multiverse Spider-Vengers. Right, which is, I mean, that's what Spider-Verse did, and it did it very well, and people love it. But it looks like they're trying to do that, but with, like, a real dark tone. A very, yeah. like, you know, but also looking well, super CW. So, like, I don't know. It's like this weird balance of, like, let's go real dark. This guy looks like he's trying to murder us because we're spider people from other universes or something. Like, he, he says, your, futures could, our, your future could have been much different. And, and then it shows a Spider-Woman character. It's like, okay, so 
I'm guessing these are the versions of them that did not become those characters, or are these the versions who have not become those characters yet? And he's trying to stop them from being so. So, like, I don't think the whole trailer. I don't think the trailer reveals everything because I watch it and I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. But it doesn't it does look like <laughs> it doesn't look like he's trying to kill them. It looks like he's trying to grab these people so that he can put them in storage, so that he can protect them in the in whatever way he knows how. Interesting. Okay, I did. I didn't catch that. You may be right. Well. The do you want me to to drop a little bit of a spoiler? Uh, I guess not. I guess I kind of okay. want to. I kind of want to be uh free of spoilers for this one. Okay. I I really like um. I'm I'm kind of dig- as we've talked about. I'm kind of digging the Sony verse lately. Like I think they're they're doing the crossover thing well. We talked about it on that one episode. Ever since then, I kind of am feeling the Sony verse, and I'm wanting to like. I'm wanting these to be good. I think this trailer looks pretty good, except I think I think Dakota Johnson's acting in this trailer is trash. I don't know <laughs> Dakota Johnson from much of anything. I know she Fifty Shades of Grey, right? That's like her big breakout hit. I have no idea who she is. Okay. Her acting is trash in this trailer. And it could be that it's like weird voiceover acting that in the moment will feel right, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what part you're talking about because it it was the, like, I know this guy. He was with my mom when they were researching in <laughs> South America. When they were, when they were researching when they were spiders. South America researching spiders. Like, it, it just feels so... It was Terrible. like she was reading it. She was absolutely yes. reading it. And it, yes. it sounded like she was reading it, and it was awful. Those lines do not feel like acting to me. They feel like the worst. So those two things combined feel super CW to me. Like, yeah. like they feel like an actor who's hired for a role and doesn't really care and is, is just like booking it through because it's like this is this one script he's got to do for this week or whatever. It's not like a character he cares about, you know, right? It's just yep. that weird, that weird thing that CW has of like actors who don't really, they're just reading lines, you know, it just feels yep. sometimes terrible. Um, and then combine that with some of the lighting of this and it does look cheap in places. I'm hoping that in context that will not be the case because I am excited. For, I'm excited for Venom 3. Um, I'm excited for this, but mildly so after this trailer. And then I'm excited particularly for uh, Craven. I think Craven looks just like if I didn't know anything else about it, don't know what it's connected to. I think the trailer looks great. Meh. <laughs> I think the trailer looks great. I don't know. Um, I, I know you don't like the Sony-verse, and I I feel you. It's got its yeah. problems, but like, well, I think doing some cool I think stuff. with this one, it's it's become so apparent to me that they're going for the the Spider Verse line from comics, uh, which I won't tell you anything about so that it doesn't get spoiled. But anybody who has read about the Spider Totem people, that's what I they're leading to, and okay. it's going to be like a Spider Avengers kind of thing. Cool. That's cool with me though. Uh, Which, that doesn't I mean, me. could be fun if it's Tom Holland and like actually good directors, but like this this particular trailer did not sell me on Madam Web being anything more than Riverdale with spider people. Yeah, I feel that. I really do. So, you know, 
little, little column A, little column B. Like I'm, I'm generally, <laughs> I'm much more charitable about the Sony verse than you are right now. So like, I'm, I'm wanting to like this, but I see the, all the problems you see. Like I really do. I think it looks like, I think, it would be neat to get live action, cool spider people that that are interesting and fun, but it doesn't feel like they're going for introducing these characters in a way that I'm really going to love. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like you're introducing this person, Madam Webb, and then you're also introducing like three or four other spider people all, the, all at the same time mm-hmm. that all have unique stories and you know, their own interesting sure. ways of being, or, you know, coming about. And then Ezekiel Sims has an interesting backstory and, and, uh, his, his entire, um, arc, uh, for lack of a better term, like the, the things that he does to try to help people is like, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's that like, he wants, he's doing bad things for a good reason. So like, you kind of feel for him. Yeah. But also, he's a little bit of a dick. Well, you know, I hear you, and it's it's hard to do. It's a it's a hard thing. It, it can work if they do one or two things. If they do it, they're willing to try some interesting storytelling techniques, like Spider Verse did. Because Spider Verse did this. I mean, they did this yeah. exact thing. All those things you're saying are like hard. They did it perfectly. But they did it by things like those interesting story techniques, like, let me tell you about my story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, like, you I'm don't, Peter B. Parker. And then, like, you know, quit. That, that tone is not going to work here. But that's not to say they can't think of another thing to do. And especially with, like, time travel and, like, glimpsing other universes, like, it seems like Dakota Johnson's character is doing. Like, it seems like there could be some interesting storytelling devices to give us quick versions of these people's story that, like, could work. Um, and here's, here's what I say. This movie will live or die on whether Andrew Garfield shows up or not. <laughs> not joking. hundred percent real. Like if Andrew Garfield pops in at the last second yep. and like, even if it's just post credits, like you're part of a bigger universe than you thought or whatever, like that would, that would save this movie and like make it like, what if it's not great. Andrew Garfield? What if it's Tobey Maguire? I'd be okay with that too, but I think Andrew Garfield is owed his due. Like he's sure. he's he's Peter three, and I think he needs his moment. And I think <laughs> he would give these movies gravitas that like an excitement and buzz that it's lacking now. Like if suddenly we found out all this Spider Verse stuff is happening, and like Venom's popping in and out of universes all this these two spider-men just came to the mcu and they're like learning how to travel the multiverse because that that happened and maybe she needs she needs a champion like the last battle she's learned to pull things from different universes because she's starting to touch other universes right and she's like learning to like weave her web of the of madam web shit and she starts pulling and she needs a champion in the final moment and she like because she's she's not really a super person. She's more of like a, a pulling in other people, right? Like that's kind of her thing a little bit, at least from what I remember in the cartoons. Um, so in the in the last moment, she pops in a champion and Andrew Garfield is suddenly on the battlefield to like fight the fight and just be like, okay, okay, this could, this could. And he's like, I just was in another universe. What is going on with these other Why universes? Why do I keep getting dragged around like this? And since suddenly he's our like live action 
multiverse hopping Peter Parker that is like that we've had in universe. Like we've had him as Peter Parker for like 10 years already. We've had him in three movies. Like we know him, we like him. It would be good, man. It would, it would like, it would get me going again for this whole series. Oh man. I just, I imagine him leaping into battle, like getting that slow motion punch going, I'm Peter three. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just like the you know when they throw the bagel and it says bagel like yeah. every time he throws a punch in the movie it just says three 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 <laughs> you've been hit with a three punch Peter um, three punch <laughs> but no I I don't know when that's gonna happen but I feel strongly that Sony is dumb if they're not if they're not trying to make that happen I feel like it is a like if it doesn't happen in this movie, it could happen in Craven. It could happen in Venom Three. Like I have a feeling they are sitting in the behind the scenes of all these movies, and they're like, "When do we pop in Peter Three and make this happen?" The only reason they won't do it is if there's some sort of reason that like Peter Parker, like the Peter Parker sharing they're doing with the MCU, means yeah. they can only use Peter Parker in the MCU. Like that's possible. It's possible that the sharing agreement they have with Marvel says that Peter Parker can't be like they can't have their own Peter Parker while they have a Peter Parker over there, you know. Yeah. Uh, Sony's so they're mm, they're trying. They're, they're trying. trying. They're, trying. they're trying. trying. And you got to give it to them for trying at the very least. Yeah. I agree. And I, and I, I just, I know, I know I made the case for it in a previous episode, but I'll kind of say it again. Like I was really freaking annoyed at the vulture popping up in, at the end of Morbius for completely no reason. Yep. Made no sense. And then when they were saying that, then when they wrote it into, uh, (laughs) they wrote it into spider verse two, that that is what's going on in the multiverse and that like Miguel and his team are going around trapping villains that are showing up in the wrong universes, you know? And then they made it clear that those universes were connected. I was just like, okay, I'm a hundred percent in. And it's even a vulture (laughs) in the movie that shows you like, I'm in with the connective tissue. Like before I was like annoyed because they were just like, they're just grabbing an MCU villain and plucking him out and putting him in. That's stupid. And then they like explained it and it made it so good for me. Like I just, they sort of backdoor made that make sense. And I just love it. I love that. That's the kind of stuff that Marvel used to do. I feel like there were a few post-credit sequence that were like, what is going on in that post-credit sequence? And then you get there and you kind of figure it out. You know, like, um, I remember like, uh, Winter Soldier with his arm in a vice, you know, you're just like, what is going on? That's exactly the one I was thinking of too. (laughs) What is happening in that scene? And then you jump or, or or the, the twins, you know, like you kind of know what's going on, but it's like, what is, what is all this? And then you find out later, like what's going on with Hydra and like, I don't know. It just, I love that kind of stuff. It's like sprinkling like a post-credit sequence. There's so many, there's a lot of different things you can do with them, but I think, for a long time, the MCU did them perfectly, and I think that suddenly it's been a little, little lacking lately. Um, and the they can't all be winners. Spoiler alert for the Marvels: no post-credit sequence. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> like that's the first one, right? I don't uh, think we talked about that on our reaction, did we? It's not the first one. Uh, Endgame, Endgame did not have. Yeah, yeah, but that's different. That's that, that's the end of a fa- end of a 
saga. Like, I understand why they didn't. I don't understand why they did. It's almost like they didn't trust the audience to stay or something, you know? <laughs> like, lately they've, be, they've made the, the post-credits more and more just jokes. Thinking on it, The Incredible Hulk did not have a post-credit sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good call. It had, a, a like, a mid-credits with... Um, yeah, I think it was supposed to be a post-credits, and everyone loved Tony so freaking much. They were like, don't wait. Like, don't wait three minutes. Uh-huh. Like, put it the, put it before. Um, no, that's true. Well, that's what I... I mean, the same sort of thing, where they yep. were like, eh, people aren't going to stick around long enough. Yeah. Let's put Tony in there, you know, Their universe is... They're starting to worry that they don't have the cachet to make people stay. And I will say, like, I saw Captain Marvel and more people got up to leave than I've ever seen in a Marvel movie. Like, on opening day, like, yep. like half the theater just got up and started to leave with, but, and didn't wait for the even the mid-credit sequence or whatever. So, um, Nah, man. I sat my ass in that chair all the way through. Me too. Me too. I even Googled it. was like, is there a post-credits? No? I'm going to make sure. <laughs> I do that too on opening nights, especially because sometimes because there's always things like the shawarma scene that like wasn't even on the yep. movie until the week of. So it's like maybe they added something since this article was written. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, man, I was planning to do some feedback, but uh, a little, oh, little God, behind we're the already scenes. Over an hour. Yeah, we're already about an hour, and like we had planned to do 45 minutes because I we couldn't record tonight till 10 p.m my time and and i've got to get up at six to take scholar school so i am gonna make call it i guess um okay but we got i feel like we got some good talking in about what if and madam webb and this pedro thing uh good good time man it's good to chat with you likewise sir can't wait till you're here in a few weeks and we're gonna watch some uh do old school let's like order some hungry howies okay and like sit around my house kill me Sit in my house, eat hungry howies all day, and like watch a few episodes of What If or whatever. Yeah, that's what we used to do. I mean, Defenders. they're only doing one episode per day. Yeah, so It'd we be, have we, to we have to yeah. pick the right day. Yeah, or or like we'll just do it one day or whatever, and just keep coming back. Or I come over at the end of the twenty second, like like at the end of the day on the twenty second, and we just carry over. One to two. Yeah, but I kind of want to do them as soon as they drop. Like, this is, it'll be a fun time because, like, I won't have to get up so I can actually stay up late. And you're going to be on your weird sleep schedule from, like, a lie. So I'll be up forever. Yeah, you're going to be up forever. We could just do, like, them when they drop. Would be fun, man. I would like it. Would be fun. Nine days. We can pull that off. (laughs) Gonna annoy my family so much. Um, all right. Well, guys, that's, that's all we got. Uh, we 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 love you, and we'll we'll do Captain Marvel feedback on Monday or on a Tuesday episode this week. Um, there's a good bit, and we we're planning to do it tonight. But so much dropped, so much. We love you very much. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Hey, you just listened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast from Stranded Panda. I really hope you liked it. Let me just say a big thank you to all of our supporters on patreon.com slash mcucast. You are the lifeblood of our little operation here. And a huge, huge thank you to our insanely generous Illuminati tier patrons. Walter Kreisky III, Lieutenant Bongo, and Jazz Viz. You guys are amazing. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch a video version of many of our episodes at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. 
Love you 3,000, my friends.